0: Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy skill. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy screen. I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is... Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here with another classic episode from our archives. Among the many puzzles and problems that we'd need to solve before we could send astronauts off on long-term missions to the moon, uh, let alone such faraway places as Mars, is the fact that humans need to eat and that it's a psychological issue as well as a physical one. Which brings us to today's question. Could human waste feed astronauts? Hi, BrainStuff. Lauren Vogelbaum here. A manned mission to Mars might take around six months. Suffice it to say, when mealtimes roll around, astronauts won't be dialing up delivery pizza and route. Instead, they may be eating nutrition derived from their own fecal matter, a concept that would save on cargo space and weight while maximizing materials already found on the spacecraft. At Penn State University, scientists are developing a system that leverages certain types of microbes that convert human solid waste into protein and fat laden foods. Researchers, for better or worse, have already called the result a microbial goo that's sort of reminiscent of Vegemite a comparison that seems unlikely to please Vegemite's corporate executives. Because it's difficult and time-consuming to grow food in space, astronauts have to rely on items in their closed environment. The linchpin of the system is anaerobic digestion, which can break down certain materials without the need for oxygen. It's a common process for reducing municipal waste on Earth. In tests, the digestion process produced methane gas. That gas turns out to be useful in growing a microbe called Methylococcus capsulatus, which is already used for animal feed pellets and contains about 52% protein and 36% fat content. According to the National Academy of Sciences, humans function best when they ingest nutrition with about 50% carbohydrates, 20-35% fat, and 10-35% to 35% protein, so the goo still has a ways to go before it can count as an ideal food source. The tests relied on substitute liquid and solid waste instead of actual human wastes. When the real thing is introduced, there will also be concerns about pathogens that could cause illnesses. That's where tweaking the pH levels and or temperatures may help. Tests showed that by increasing the system's temperatures to around 158 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 70 degrees Celsius, most germs were eliminated. Yet the nutritious microbe Thermus aquaticus survived. Alternately, they raised the alkalinity of another batch and found that bacteria called Halomonas deciderata still managed to proliferate while germs did not. The team borrowed concepts from commercial aquarium filters that use fixed film filters to neutralize fish waste. The filters incorporate a bacteria-laden film and were adapted by researchers to accommodate methane production. The result: solid waste can be treated in a matter of hours instead of days. Plus, because the system is self-contained, it really doesn't require much babysitting other than, you know, the necessary inputs. But there's also the matter of taste. Lisa Steinberg, the lead author on the study, says that the bacteria could be mixed with other materials and flavorings to make it more palatable. She said in an email, "...it's nearly certain that there would be plants grown in conjunction with this foodstuff, which would provide additional flavors and textures." And what about the potential psychological issues associated with consuming a material of such dreary origins? Steinberg said, Astronauts already have to drink their own processed urine, so they're probably accustomed to things being done differently in space than on Earth. Some astronauts on the International Space Station do already recycle some of their urine. Poop, on the other hand, has a more spectacular ending. It's blasted into space, caught in Earth's orbit, and then burns up, like a shooting star on reentry. Yes, in space, poop has historically been a problem. Maybe now poop will be part of the solution. While the still-experimental concept may not exactly fire up astronauts' appetites, it may eventually provide sustenance to space explorers who have a limited buffet options among the stars. Today's episode was written by Nathan Chandler and produced by Tristan McNeil and Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other far-out topics, visit housetuffworks.com. To Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment